Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. I'm Garner Andrews. That over there is Bryce Kelly. On yeah. Today's episode of Top Ranking Podcast, a brand new feature called Top Ranking Podcast presents I Know a Guy. Because we all know a guy. Yeah, we all know a guy, whether it's a good thing, whether it's a bad thing. We all know a guy who did something or can get something. We're also going to talk about giving directions. Yeah, but usually poorly. Mm-hmm. But first... I'll give you something to cry about. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet, where no one ever responds to my urgent MySpace messages. It's Father's Day this weekend. I don't know. It depends when you're listening to this. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's Christmas time. I have no idea. Maybe you fell behind on the podcast. Right now, as we record, it's Father's Day. And Bryce, dads, am I right? Oh, they're so goofy. Dads can't get anything right. If I've learned anything from watching TV commercials, dads serve toddlers spaghetti out of a ball glove. They don't know anything about anything. Oh, my God. But we started talking about dads, and uh, if your dad was in a band, what would he call his band? He'd probably call his band, he'd name his band after something he really loved, like, I don't know, Jar of Random Screws. Yeah, lawn mowing shoes. Oh, you have lawn mowing shoes, though, right? I do. Okay, good. Because yeah. I know I'm a dad. You're not a dad. I have lawn mowing shoes. I have several pairs of lawn mowing shoes. It's just practical. It certainly is. <clears throat> so we were just talking about, you know, people, what their dads would name their band if they actually had a band. Um, I know I'm late on the on the, the dad band thing, but uh, I think my dad's band would be light jeans tucked in vacation shirt with belt. Light jeans, tucked in vacation shirt with belt. What is yeah, a vacation like, shirt? Is that like one of those Hawaiian shirts? Well, vacation shirt is like, a, or a destination shirt, like somewhere where you visited and you had to get a t-shirt as a souvenir. Oh my God. Dads love those shirts. Like especially the uh, one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor. <laughs> they love that shirt. Exactly. It's like, oh yeah, I was here, you know, yeah. back when I was here. And then another story comes out of that. Official bikini inspector. They like that yeah. shirt too. Yeah. Classy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Give me the name so, of the band again. Light jeans, tucked in vacation shirt with belt. Dads love white running shoes too, don't they? They do. The simpler, the better. New Balance, obviously. Huge brand. With Is dads. New Balance the official shoe of dad? I think so. Yeah. I think so. They're practical. You can uh, go for walks with them. You can lo- mow lawns in them. I think one of my favorite dad band names that came in when we were talking about this was, uh, I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> you said, though, that'd be a better album title, though. Yeah, that sounds more like your angsty third album when you're starting to resent the, the label. Oh, yeah. When you, yeah, you resent the label, you resent your success, you're starting to resent the people who have got you there, your fans. Yeah, so they're just really moody, and that's where I'll give you something to cry about really takes over. Um, one of the other suggestions was uh, a dad band called... I'm not sleeping, I'm just resting my eyes. Classic dad band. Oh my God, is it ever. I like the, hi hungry, I'm dad. (laughs) 
I would go see that band, though. <laughs> If somebody named their bad high, band High Hungry I'm Dad, I'd be the first person in line. <laughs> uh, Garner and Bryce, my dad's band would be called Get Out of Bed. People Die in Bed. Wow.、Ooh. Again, another angry album. We also, this podcast seems to be a place where people can, you know, work some stuff out. Yeah, this really brought out some sad feelings for some people. My dad's band name would be Hi, son, meet my 24 year old girlfriend. A <laughs> <laughs> little mouthy, but.、Uh... Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to find. There was another one here, too.、Uh, I'm never going to be able to find it. I saw one、uh, earlier that was drunk and neglectful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a sad one.、Uh, if my dad had a band, it would be called. The ambiguously sexist t shirts. <laughs> Dads love destination shirts. Dads love、uh, Margaritaville shirts too. Yeah. And they love to wear the ambiguously sexist t shirt too. If a dad took his kid to Disneyland and didn't return with a Disneyland hat or shirt, did they really go to Disneyland? My dad's band would be called Coffee with Glenn and Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming Glenn and Daryl are your dad's coffee buddies. That sounds like a folk band to me.、Mm. Coffee with Glenn and Daryl. Oh, here's the other one. Somebody's trying to work some stuff out.、Uh, I don't know. No, I'm not going to give this person's name. I got a really sad dad band name. It's so sad that you'll laugh at. My dad's band would be called It's Okay That You're Gay, But Never Talk to Me Again. <laughs> so there is.、Uh, there's. <laughs> <laughs> working on a couple of things on the podcast.、Ooh. I'm glad that we can be here to be the platform. And together, we can hopefully laugh and we can learn. Wow, that's a tough break. Hey, you're talking about dad band names? Yeah, yeah. If your dad was in a band, what would his band be called? My dad had a midlife crisis band, and they were the Blind Pig Aviators. The Flying Pig Aviators? Blind Pig Aviators. Okay. Is he still in Blind Pig Aviators?、Uh, he was until he died a couple of years ago. Oh. Wah, wah.、Mm. Okay. I wish I had a time machine right now. And... <laughs> It's, it was expected, if that makes it any better. Well, I still feel bad. Don't worry about it too much.、It's, I make light of it more than I'd like to admit to. Okay. This awkward moment on the Garner Andrews Show brought to you by. A Tisket, a Tasket, a Deluxe Hardwood Casket. The Tisket Tasket Casket Company. Top ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Of course it's top ranked. I mean, why else would we call it that? Top ranking podcast with Garner and Bryce. Bryce? Yeah, sorry, I was not paying attention to you at all. No, you kind of had your back to me, which is weird <laughs> in a studio setting to turn your back to the person you're. Anyway, we were discussing the other day how there's no story you can bring up around a campfire, a dinner table, or whatever, where somebody doesn't do a quick little shoulder check and then go, I know a guy. And they know a guy that can get you that thing you're. We, we heard from somebody who said, They know a guy who can get you any mountain bike you want for a hundred bucks. Ooh, that sounds fishy. It sure does. We all know a guy who claims that he almost made it to the show,、oh. aka the NHL. Do we work with a guy? Yeah, who's, oh, if I hadn't got a knee injury, I would have、yeah. made the show. No, no, you wouldn't have. 
Uh, well, this is mine. I know a guy that won $100,000 in a golf tournament. He, Ooh, that's pretty juicy. Yeah, he wasn't even a good golfer. He just hit a hole in one on a par three, and oh. that just happened to be the prize. He got himself a hundred grand. hundred K, that's pretty good. You know so what he good. bought with it? He bought a trailer park in small town Saskatchewan. He bought a trailer park I for a hundred grand. You not. Yeah, he bought the whole thing for a hundred thousand dollars. That's where he invested his money. That's and so I think good. He, I think he did okay. It's worthy of this. Top ranking podcast presents I know a guy. I know a guy that knocked over a $1,700 sculpture with his backpack in a gift shop in Whistler and then just walked out. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, here's one. You're a dog guy. You love dogs. Who doesn't? When you ha- Now, you're between dogs right now. I am between dogs, yeah. If you ever get another... Are you the kind of... This might be personal, but do you kiss your dog hard on the mouth? Uh, no. Hmm. But do you let your dog lick your face? Yeah, of course you do. Okay, well, would you if your dog was a cadaver dog? <laughs> <laughs> this is gross. I know a gal who has a certified cadaver dog. She's not a cop, but the police hire her. Wow, owning a cadaver dog. Yeah. That's an interesting one. One, did you have the dog and it just you learned it's good at finding dead guys? Yeah. Or is it trained and you this is a side hustle? I that's need an to interesting know, one. Is her business called Abracadaver? <laughs> Ooh, that's good. People who get into anything to do with death is just so weird to me. Yeah. You know, not just funeral directors and stuff, but like a cadaver dog owner, which I guess could be a side thing because when I had bed bugs, or my neighbor did, yeah, the guy that they checked it with a dog, and yeah. it was a guy who it's his dog. He just that's he works with his dog. And that's how he makes his money is bringing his dog to people's homes and it smells bed bugs. So she does the same thing. Just substitute dead bugs for uh, dead guy. <laughs> dead bugs. Uh, <laughs> I know a guy. You know a guy? Yeah, I know a guy. Okay. I know a guy that dates women and he steals shoes from them and he collects his own shoes and he likes to buy women's shoes. He has a huge foot fetish. Is there a difference between a foot fetish and a shoe fetish? Well, according to my research on Google, after I met the guy, I think women have shoe fetishes, men have shoe fetishes, some men have foot fetishes that go with the shoe fetishes. They like a certain shoe on a woman's foot. Hmm. They like to try on women's shoes. Are you speaking as a woman who... Woke up one day and noticed that you were missing a shoe. No, he. I met him and he's like, well, what kind of shoes do you wear? What do your feet look like? And I'm like, mm, okay, what's going on here? And uh, no, I left his house and um, forgot my shoes and he wasn't returning them, wasn't returning them. And then when I did come go back to his house to get my shoes, because I said, look, I want my shoes. They're like... My favorite shoes are a couple hundred dollars. He slit the top of the shoe so he could slide his foot in like he made a, what's the word, a cut down the middle? Yeah. Because his foot was bigger than mine. So, yeah, so I forgot my shoes there, and I was like, hey, can I get my shoes back? And he wasn't returning them, wasn't returning them. He's like, nah, huh, finders, keepers. Yeah. And then one time he brought out some shoes, and he's like, here, I bought these for you. Try these on. I'm like, 
okay. Then he had some other shoes appearing, and I'm like, okay. Then he finally admitted to me that he had a foot shoe fetish, but he didn't confess all. Everything was just adding up after I, you know, kind of read up on it on the internet that it is a big fetish. I have a lot of questions about the foot fetish thing. Like, Mm. I don't, see, it seems to me like she's not here now for follow-up questions, but the guy asked her even before they went on a date to describe her feet and what kind of shoes. Isn't that a red flag right there that maybe you shouldn't go on a date with Buffalo Bill or whatever his name is? <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty glaring red flag. Because um, before you know it, you'll be placing the lotion in the basket. He places the lotion in the basket. Do you ever get the feeling that foot fetish people, like it's more of a common thing than we think it is. I bet you we work with people who that's their thing. Yeah. And no judgment or anything, but it just seems like an odd thing to be into. Yeah. If that's your bag, that's your bag. But I get the feeling it's probably one of those things that's a bigger deal than we realize. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey boys, I know a guy whose long-term girlfriend dumped him because she's moving to Vancouver to become a Scientologist. Why do you have to move to Vancouver to become a Scientologist? Don't we have a franchise here? I think there are franchises everywhere. Is the franchise available here? (laughs) Scientology. That's a pretty weird one. I think he probably dodged a bullet on that one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I know a guy that found a vulnerability that allows complete remote control over just about any modern vehicle. He's disclosed it to manufacturers, but it still has not been fixed. I call BS on that one. Do you? Well, I believe they have a friend who claims that they have done this. Oh. But he also probably is like, well, the moon landing didn't happen. I can prove it. Yeah. I've worked it out, man. Only I have. I still like, I know a guy that painted Sidney Crosby's parents' house. Ooh. How do you prove that, though? Like, yeah. we see, that's the thing is that, you know, we should just start making claims about what we did in high school. It'd be like, oh, yeah, I was... Uh, I was Wayne Gretzky's driver for an entire summer. Prove it. No, I can't prove it. I have no proof. Yeah. Just, I was there. I was there. It does seem like a thing that you could easily make. Oh, I painted it. Because it's just plausible enough. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know them intimately, but you painted their house. There are a few lottery winners on here. That's ones I, I like. I like the lottery ones. Uh, what about this one here? Line six. Hey, Garner. I know a guy. Oh, yeah? Tell me about this guy. Uh, okay, well... It was my very first boyfriend, actually, when I was a teenager. And he uh, cheated on me with multiple people at the same time. He was he was dating multiple people at the same time? Yeah. Okay. And we all found out about it, and we all broke up with him. And a couple of years later, he won $500,000 in the lottery and used it to try and get me back and said he would take me out and show me a good time and spend it all on me. And, yeah, it would take a lot more than a half a million to get me back. So you, <laughs> you never did go out with him again? Oh, God, no. You didn't even no. go on that one date just to see how grand it could be? <laughs> I was tempted to, like, go out with him for, you know, a week and spend all his money. Uh-huh. But, uh... Well, good for you for not doing that, though. <laughs> You retained your dignity and your self-respect. Oh, yeah. He, uh, total loser. When times are tough for you nowadays, though, do you often think about what could have been if you had hitched your wagon to the half-millionaire? Uh, no, I've got an awesome husband now. Okay, good. (laughs) Well, this is good. This is exactly what I'm talking about on... I know a guy.
Do people who win half a million dollars in the lottery, do they brag about being half millionaires? I bet you they do because they probably feel like – I would feel like a big shot. But in the end, like half a mil, you can't retire on that. Well, and it sounds to me like this guy was barely out of high school when he won it too. So I bet you he's plowed through the money already. You can only buy so many speedboats. I wonder if it turned his life around. Mm. Like he had this money and he thought money could solve all his problems. <laughs> and then she said, take a hike, Jack. And all of a sudden he realized money isn't everything. He's a totally different person now. Wow. Are you writing a screenplay over there? I think I am. Yeah. I think I, I think this thing's writing itself. Oh, this one. I know a guy who won a major lottery at 26 years old. He was building a deck with his father-in-law a few years later. The father-in-law spent the whole time saying, he has money. Why is he wasting his time? Mm. He's keeping it real is what he's doing. Well, he's 26, so that would be, he's maybe around 30 at this time. Mm -hmm. He's had all his money for a few years. He's probably a little bored. Oh, yeah. And so he just wants to build a deck to feel normal. To feel alive. Yeah. <laughs> to feel like he contributed something. Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's not the best podcast, but at least we uploaded something. So, Garner, you were telling this story the other day. Um, oh, yeah. It, it really seemed... Like you could have been murdered or I or could have murdered, you could have done some murdering and yes. gotten away with it pretty easily. Like the murder street could have ran in both directions there. Because yeah, the probability for murder was high. We just didn't know where it was going to land. I was creeped out too. It's weird. She probably, well, I was out for a walk in my neighborhood the other day and uh, I live in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. <clears throat> it was actually the neighborhood over from mine. And I'm just walking down the street. I had my headphones on and I could see this woman standing on her front steps. She's like frantically waving at me and I'm doing the like shoulder checking to see if there's somebody behind me. Nope. She was waving at me. So I crossed the street, took my headphones off and she's like, excuse me, uh, I just had back surgery. I was just wondering if you could help me bring my groceries in from her car. And she had an SUV sitting on her driveway, and the hatch was open on the back, and it was like a couple of bags of fertilizer, some grass seed, plus she had a couple of boxes of groceries from Costco sitting in there. So guess what I did? Murdered her. No. No, oh, you didn't. No, no, I actually took the groceries into her house for her, but not just right inside the front door, because I was like, can I just set this here on the stairs right inside the front door? And she's like... Could you bring them right to the kitchen? So I had to go to the back of the house. Like, I had to go right through her house with my shoes on, sweating everywhere because I was out for a power walk, Bryce. And uh, I had to take all these groceries into her kitchen. It was a strangely intimate experience with a stranger. That's very trusting of that woman to just flag down the first person she sees and have them bring groceries yeah. into the back of her house. Because I would have done the same thing. I would have walked them up. And then just, just sort of gingerly put them down over the threshold and then yeah. walk away. But to go back into the house, one, she doesn't know you. No. You could turn around, pull a knife out of her cupboard yeah. or and drawers and just go next, to town. Next thing you know, I'm a true crime podcast. <laughs> but she <laughs> or, or the other way around, that door could have slammed behind you. Suddenly there are no locks or knobs on the inside of that well, door. Well, and suddenly I'm placing the lotion in the basket. He places the lotion in the basket. And it, it was weird because I never, I guess maybe I'm naive. Oh my God, am I naive? But I'm walking through the house and it occurred to me, this is how a lot of stories on Dateline start. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in a stranger's house. Next thing you know, you're, you got a ball gag on and... 
things have gone horribly sideways. But anyway, it was so weird. It's like time stood still because I can remember all the details of her house. I remember, she, you know, when you go to Costco, they give you a cardboard box with all your stuff in it. I do. She had a bag of celery. She had a bag of apples. She had a three pack of Crest toothpaste in there. I could see it. It's like I'm making all these notes. Okay. If I'm murdered, I can, at least there's these clues. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to serve me well if I'm all murdered. But anyway, she, um, when I left the house, she was very, very sweet and she kept calling me a sweet gentleman and she wasn't a whole lot older than me. But it made, <laughs> you're a very sweet gentleman. You're a very sweet gentleman. So, <clears throat> oh, was she hitting on me? Ooh, maybe. Oh my God, did I completely miss that? Yeah, maybe she was going to murder you with smooches. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you are the, litter, the lady that asked me to bring your groceries into the house, stop doing that. You're going to get murdered. Yes. Yes, wait for your kids or family, whoever. Someone, a next door neighbor. I don't live in your neighborhood. You've never seen me before. Yeah, someone you recognize to bring that in for you because yeah. you got lucky this time. Next time you end up on the back of a milk carton somewhere. That's right. Now you, the other day, you're standing in front of your house cutting your grass like a real man. Yeah, lines dead straight. Ooh, do you cut it like a ball field where you do it? One direction, and then you slightly lower the wheels. That's the trick, is you lower, and to go the opposite direction, oh. that's how you get that weave. No, I don't mess with the height, mm. but I do, uh, I mix it up every week. Oh. So one time I go perpendicular to the house, then I go the opposite way. Then I, do you I go diagonally? Yeah, well, I, this was a diagonal week. Wow, the, the diagonal week is a good week. It actually. was a good week. So It I'm, always looks good. So I'm in the midst of diagonal week, so I'm grinning from ear to ear. Uh-huh. And then a van pulls over in front of my house, and the woman's like, hey! I'm like, okay. <laughs> so so you power down. So I turn off the mower, mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah. And she asked for directions, but she asked for a very specific address, and it wasn't one on my street. And like, it's a sprawling neighborhood where roads are weaving in and out, and like, it's very confusing. So she asked for this specific address. I was like, I, I have no idea. I can't help you. I and it wasn't on your street? No. It no. wasn't on my street. It's like, I, I don't know, lady. I, I got nothing for you. I can't help you. And she got, like, mad at me. Like, oh, thanks. Thanks for nothing. Oh, like, threw her arms in the air. What's like, <laughs> with people? Like, I'm sure you have a phone with you that can solve this riddle for you. I'm sorry I couldn't. If she'd been like, oh, where's the elementary school? Oh, where's the 7-Eleven? I can help with that. Mm. A specific address? I don't know. When she gave you attitude, I hope you picked up one of your many, many lawn gnomes and hucked it at her. I would have thought that she would have seen my diagonal lines and shown me a little more respect. Not to, no. But it was quite appalling. But it is weird what some people will do with total strangers. Whether it's, I don't know, get frustrated when you can't give them the directions that oh. their phone can give them. Or just summon someone into your house. <laughs> this one right here. Look at this text. Boys, one summer my friend was doing some door-to-door -door work. He went and knocked on this person's door. When they opened up... They asked him if he could help them move, so he did. What? <laughs> See, why would you help them move? There's flaws on both sides. One, yeah. you don't. A random comes to your door while you're in the middle of moving. You don't go, "Hey, would you mind grabbing a box or two? Yeah, we'll close on this one right here. <laughs> this one sounds like maybe BS. My brother used to be a meter reader. He walked into a woman's backyard one day. She invited him to join her in the hot tub. A bath with a stranger, 
I don't think so. Yeah, no. I That one reeks of BS to me. That's what one he tells his buddies at the bar. Yeah. How was the job today? Uh, good. Yeah. A hot chick asked me to get into a hot tub with her. Yeah, did you? Totally, yeah. <laughs> that was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. What are we up to, like four listeners now? Five. Oh, and a special thanks to USS for the temporary, yes, temporary podcast theme song. 